This is Stefan Chavidj, and I am the co-founder of the National Christian Foundation of South Florida, and you are joining the Generous Life Podcast. And it is my privilege today to bring two special guests, David Rosa, who serves with our Church United Initiative, which is part of the NCF South Florida family, and Aaron Richards, who's with Samaritan's Purse. I'm sure you've heard of that organization started by Franklin Graham. They're doing relief work all over the world. And guess what? They're doing relief work in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. If you remember last few days ago, a week ago, if you're listening to this a year out, a while back, there was 25 to 30 inches of rain that fell within one day in South Florida. And though it didn't affect everybody, there was a handful of people that it radically affected. It ruined their lives. And this is where we as a church get involved. So thank you for joining The Generous Life, and you're in for an incredible session. It is my pleasure to join you guys again. Uh, in the Generous Life podcast. I hope you have been on a journey with us as you've had a chance to meet some of our other teammates as we've talked about all things NCF South Florida. As you remember, we talk about invest, equip, unite, all expressions of what it means to live a generous life. And uh, we encourage you to continue to listen to this little podcast. But today we have a very, very special um, opportunity in a broadcast because um, about a week ago, if you live here in South Florida, particularly if you live in Fort Lauderdale, uh, we caught the nation's news because we had an incredible, as they say, once in a thousand year flood event. Now, none of us were here a thousand years ago, so perhaps it's happened before. But as far as I know, as long as I've lived here, we've never had 24 to 30 inches of rain in a day. And, um, and so today we're going to actually talk about that. Because our community was affected. For some of you, perhaps it's yesterday's story because you dodged a bullet. But for some of you, you're still uh, taking care of your car, your house, and it's devastated you. Or you know people whose lives have been devastated. Um, I have friends that have had homes that have been affected or their churches. So today we're actually going to talk about that. We're actually not only going to talk about what's going on. uh, We have a couple surprise guests, um, uh, but we're also going to talk about how you can respond and uh, why it's important to respond, because especially here in this community, uh, what a great opportunity for the church to respond in needs of crisis, and so that's what we do well. For the last 2,000 years as a church, when people were running from the fire or the flood, Christians are running to the fire and the flood, and so that's what uh, differentiates us from the world is expressing the love of Christ in all that we do. So this is happening in our own community, and we've got an opportunity to respond. So my first guest I want to introduce um, is David Rosa. Uh, Some of you may know David, um, but he is part of our NCF team here, works with our Church United Initiative, and uh, not only is David a part of this community, but he's also a pastor. And, and then we've got a really special guest here from Samaritan's Purse, and so uh, they happen to be in the studio with us. So we're going to have a wonderful conversation over the next 15, 20 minutes and look forward to that. So David, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about our special guest? 
Yeah, thank you so much, Stefan, for having me today. I'm excited to be here. Like you said, I've been here in the South Florida area for a while, serving at the church or with the church, um, and really seeing uh, Christ do something amazing through the Church United effort and NCEF's backing. Um, and so I'm just excited to be a part of the team here at Church United as we continue to uh, see to it that churches collaborate for the sake of mission. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a, a church planter here in the area uh, for several years now, working to see um, people uh, do the work of Christ and the church behave like Christ in terms of its unity, uh, this is a significant moment for us, man. Mm, uh, oftentimes we, you know, we send our mission teams overseas and we uh, put money behind different missionary initiatives. And that's great. Uh, but what about when it's in our own backyard? Mm. Uh, and, and even with that, right, like we've done some great work uh, as a collective church in South Florida uh, in terms of crisis. Think of MSD. Yeah. I think of the airport shooting and things like that. We've gotten behind the community and served the community. This was a little different, though. Uh, in this case, uh, we have this um, this rare storm mm-hmm. and the storm comes and we all are affected by it somewhat. Um, but a lot of us kind of. It's got a lot of rain mm. um, and some gas shortages, uh, but it feels like the biggest effect to some of us is just having a hard time getting some gas. Uh, mm. But what we found as we've been driving, doing assessments with Samaritan's Purse, et cetera, is that there's some communities over here, namely in the Fort Lauderdale area and some areas that have been utterly devastated. Mm. Um, and so what do we do? How do we be the church in a situation where we may not feel the sting as much as we do with some other mm. events, uh, mm. but where the sting is there and our neighbors uh, are affected? So I'm mm. so excited today uh, to be joined by Aaron from Samaritan's Person. Aaron, maybe you could tell us a little bit about what's going on on the field. Yeah. So my name is Aaron Richards. I'm an assistant program manager with Samaritan's Purse. Are you from the South? <laughs> yeah, oh, I couldn't tell. Like I couldn't tell. It's just because yeah. I, I know David Rose is not from the South, but I'm then Aaron starts talking. You're going uh, like, "Hey, he's, he's from another part of the country." Here. Uh, that's great. Welcome to the Deep South here. Yeah, in, that's in right. Florida, we're yeah. really the Deep South. Yeah. So, well, thank you for having us. Oh, uh, you're welcome. We're honored. Um, so, yeah, we've set up site uh, there at uh, First Baptist Church in uh, Fort Lauderdale, um, and uh, we're here uh, bringing volunteers. Uh, equipment uh, to try to help these people put their lives back together. Wow. You know, that's even an interesting thing that you bring up. Um, I'm so glad that we were able to uh, find a location for you guys to set up. Your, people got to see just your rigs and uh, the volunteer base. It's something really to see. Uh, but it's incredible how First Baptist uh, signed up and said, hey, won't you guys come and use our space? As they go through a turbulent time in some ways for them to show up, this is just such a God thing. I see God's fingerprints all over this. Well, day. they were affected by the storm themselves. Exactly. Their, their main sanctuary was flooded. So, you know, sometimes in times of crisis, we say, Wait, I got problems. I don't have time to be generous. And yet I think First Baptist demonstrated whole life generosity by saying, hey, use our facilities, use our parking lots. And so, but I I have to say that if you have never seen the Samaritan purse rigs, if you don't see the operation, uh, it's quite impressive. Uh, and, And I was joking with someone, I guess maybe it's not a joke. Maybe for some, it's a joke for others. I said, you know, it's bad when Samaritan's purse shows up. 
um, because you guys go all over the world at some of the hot spots of the world where there's war. You've been involved in what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, you know, you've been involved in Sudan. You've been involved in Afghanistan. You've been involved where there's Ebola and, and you've been involved in famines and all that stuff. So you're in the hot spots. And then to see your rigs showing up in our backyard, we go, wait a minute. We're hot spot all of a sudden because of what you just said, David, in terms of that. So, yes, super, super grateful that. But I'm, I'm going to say, well, we'll get to it in a minute, but I'm going to suggest that if someone wants to see the rigs, you got to go down the First Baptist. But you can't just go there to see it. You got to put on an orange shirt and volunteer and go out and help clean up some homes. Yeah, you got to put right. on the orange shirt and get yeah. it dirty. That's right. Yeah. We got to get it dirty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll put everybody in an orange shirt, but I also want to send them out there to to uh, uh, spread the love of Jesus and uh, you know help a hurting homeowner for sure. How are you guys yeah. doing in terms of volunteers and things like that right now, man? Uh, so really, uh, we, we have seen uh, a low number of volunteers uh, mm-hmm. so far. I think, um, you know, with it being uh, such a... Uh, quick storm that I don't think anybody expected to happen. Um, and then it's kind of, you know, I think went away for, for most considering it was uh, so localized in some, in some area neighborhoods. Um, I think that uh, in a way, maybe it's been a little bit forgotten about. So right now today in the field, we have about 27 volunteers. Um, I would, I would like to have 270 to 2000 volunteers. So um, yeah, we would, we would definitely need some more volunteers. We need more people. We do. What are, I'm one of those guilty of saying I was not that affected by the storm. So I live uh, in a, in in Pompano Beach, which was probably about five to eight miles north of where the storm really hit. Um, and, you know, I had some rain, um, didn't lose power, pretty much, you know, next day everything's normal. So I'm one of those guilty ones who are going, ah, oh, the storm was last week, we're good to go. I know, David, I think you were affected personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so not only share that, but also when you guys talk about needing volunteers, maybe help us understand the scope of the problem for people like me that go, no, I, I think we're fine. I mean, the storm's gone. I mean, how many people are affected when you talk about needing 200 to 2,000 volunteers? Is that for five or six houses or you're talking hundreds of homes and churches? So tell us how you were affected, David, because that brings it personal. But then maybe give both of, a, both of you, if you've been assessing what's the scope of the problem and why do we need that many volunteers and why do we need to act now? Yeah. You know, uh, I was sitting at my church office. We, so we've been looking for a new space, finally found a new space at the top of the year, began our renovation project with it. It got 40% uh, done. If you would just 40% of it, uh, ready to use. Uh, and then this storm comes and all of a sudden I begin to see some, uh, water creep in mm. through our new coffee shop area mm. in the church. And then, I begin to go into the worship center and see water, all type of water coming in through our fence gate in the worship center. Then I walk to the back to get the dry bag so that I can get some of this water up. And I noticed that the back of our uh, new worship center or space is flooded as well. Wow. Uh, so we've had flooding all over our new worship center. And so now we're trying to figure out, all right, what do we do with these walls that have been affected by this? What do we mm-hmm. do with the flooring that's bubbling up now about this uh, just a couple of months into moving into the space? And then I'm trying to work that out and figure that out. Samaritan's purse gives me a call and says, hey, we're down here. We need to figure things out and do an assessment. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let me get into to my wife's vehicle. She's got a little bit of a higher vehicle than I do. And, uh, and then I get a call from her 
hey, I need you now. And I'm like, what's going on? Well, um, I just fell into a ditch. Oh, my God. <laughs> How'd you fall into a ditch? Oh. That's what I asked. What yeah. do you mean you fell into a ditch? She's like, well, I drove into a ditch. So there was a, a brand new Mercedes Benz uh, that was left in the middle of the street. I think they're trying to collect some insurance or something. Mm. Don't tell anyone I said mm. that. Uh, but they left it there in the middle of the street. So she tries to drive around it. When she goes to try to drive around it, seems like the swell gave way. And so she drives right into this spot where, I mean, it was just deep. Mm. Um, and so finally I get there and I'm trying to assess what's going on and see how we can get it out. Uh, and I noticed that I can, I can spin the wheel with my foot, right? Ooh. From the front left. And so I'm like, oh yeah, this isn't just a little bit of a, you know, a little ditch. She's in this. She's thing. like on the edge of like. Yeah. Yeah. The edge of the swell. And it looks like just oh the ground gosh. gave way. Um, wow. and so we were there for hours, uh, at least calf deep in the water, trying to figure out how to get it out of there. Uh, luckily we found a good Samaritan who kind of just had some chain and stuff in his truck and we were able to get that done. But essentially between the church and that, it's just been, it's just been wild. And that story's multiplied hundreds of times yeah, in our community. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little the scope of the problem. What have yeah. you guys found? So uh, within a couple of days of the storm, well, within a day of the storm, really, uh, we were contacted um, uh, by people, some local people down here that had um, affiliation with with the ministry, mm-hmm. uh, had volunteered with us before, who was affected himself, you know. And he calls and says, hey, I just want to know if you guys really know what's going on. So it was great to be able to talk with him. Uh, we have uh, site team leaders all over the country. So we were able to send one that was uh, pretty local a couple hours away. He was able to come down here and um, start assessing for us and kind of keep us uh, involved in everything that was going on and, and eyes on the ground type of thing. Um, so, you know, at first, you know, it, it was really localized. So he was not seeing a whole lot. And then when you get down into the neighborhoods that are really affected, uh, the next thing we know, he's saying, I'm thinking 1,500 homes. Wow. And so, you know, then you it starts getting – you start getting a painted picture mm. of – this is this is not just you know a street. This is not just a couple streets. We're talking full neighborhoods here. Wow! And so uh, you know, uh, through stories like that, it was uh, starting to paint a picture for us. Yeah, because I remember when when we were having some conversations last week that the, it was still you all were assessing: do we actually deploy people and resources to Fort Lauderdale? You know, is it does it hit that particular threshold? And obviously, saying the scope of it was big enough, it does. What describe when we say homes? I mean, obviously, we know flooding. And when you all actually come into a community, you know, what is it that you're doing? When you say, "Hey, I need volunteers," what is that work right. that you're doing? And what are those volunteers doing? So we're we're taking work that's uh, sometimes it may just be removing articles. It might just be removing. Uh, furniture and clothing and personal effects. Um, you know, somebody says, "Hey, I do have somewhere to go. I just need to get my stuff out of the home." Okay. Uh, it may go clear to I had five feet of water in my home. The water's receded. Um, I need to get my life back in order. Um, so we go in and uh, we'll take out carpet, flooring. We're taking out drywall. 
Uh, we're removing nails. We're removing screws. Um, you know, we're removing all that's affected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, we're even helping with, um, um, you know, a cleanup effort with a, with a product that we have, uh, where we spray for mold, okay. uh, to try to help control that, um, from continuous growth. Okay. Um, so it's anywhere from removing personal effects to, you know, really tearing into walls and stuff. And, and what we like to say is we like to leave them contractor ready. So okay. when we come out of the home, uh, you know, they can get a contractor in there and that contractor is not charging them for a demolition fee. Okay. Um, they're ready to come in there, work and start putting lives back together. Excellent. Yeah. And then I know you all are famous for your blue tarps. Are you doing some of that in this case or is that not necessary? So, so far, uh, you know, with the, with the type of storm that it was, uh, it wasn't really a big wind event or anything like mm-hmm. that. Uh, I, I do think there was maybe a little bit of wind in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but with it being mainly a water event, um, so far we're, we're having, um, teams mostly removing those personal items, uh, the flooring, the drywall, that's, that's mainly what we're uh, okay. focused on right okay. now. Well, what I love about Smyrna's Purse is that um, not only do they have resources, but they're also – they have systems, but they will tell you that the thing they value the most are people. And and that's not uh, – that's all over the world, and they mobilize people, uh, mobilize the church, mobilize men and women like you – to be able to take a few hours out of your week and be able to go help another. And many times the, the thing, and I, I know I'm guilty of this, is I want to help, but I don't know where to help or how to help. And what we love about Samaritan's Purse and what Church United is doing with Samaritan's Purse is that you actually say, okay, I need your help. Here's where you're going to go help, and I'm going to give you the tools to help, and this is exactly what you're going to do. So I feel successful as a volunteer. Like I didn't just go waste my time. My my hours, the days I gave were actually used and were effective. And I right. think you all are wonderful at doing that. Uh, it, one thing I like to remind people, um, you know, I think that maybe sometimes as they hear the scope of work, they think, well, I don't have that kind of a background. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never been a contractor. I've never worked for a contractor. You know, I I might hang a picture on the wall or maybe hang up some curtains mm-hmm. or something. Um, you don't have to have uh, any kind of background like that. I think that um, maybe that that's that's some fear that people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have all all the tools that we could possibly need uh, to accomplish that job. Uh, we have very experienced site team leaders. Uh, if you don't know how to run a, a chop saw, if you don't know how to run a circular saw, uh, our team leads are going to make sure that you do at the end of the day if you want to, and you're going to know how to do it safely. So the beauty of, uh, again, working with collaborative work, which is Church United, we think of our life work leadership people, we think of Samaritan's Purse, you know, the idea of being able to watch these men and women come together, it's uh, it's not only needed now, but sometimes, and I love what you just said, Aaron, it's not like, oh, I'm a skilled carpenter, I just need my time. Like, we will teach you what to do to take the. But I would encourage you all to think creatively. For those of you that, for example, own small businesses, or maybe you've got a home Bible study group, or, you know, you're a professor at a university and you've got some students in your, in your class, or you're just a, a homeschooling community, or you go down the list of people that say, hey, let us as a group. Let us as a company, let us as a church, let us as a as a school, let's go down and commit to helping for a day or two days or three days and be able to do that. And again, you all provide all the instructions, all the resources. You even give everybody an orange shirt to we keep. Do. 
We do. Which That's is right. amazing. That's right. Because we see orange shirts everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, okay. So let's be practical in saying if I'm listening and I say, hey, I actually want to know more about how to get involved, what we're encouraging all of you is to go to SamaritansPurse.org, SamaritansPurse.org. Samaritan's Purse. Yes. At Samaritan's yes, Purse. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, not Samaritan. So go to Samaritan'sPurse.org, and there you will see right there on their website a very easy way to where you can click a button, and then it directs you to how you can get involved. And again, they, they just have a turnkey um, process that makes it super easy for you. And the other hand, if you're also saying, look, I can't really uh, engage with my time right now, but I've got some financial resources, we always encourage you, uh, go to ncfgiving.com forward slash South Florida, and we actually have a fund set up to be able to receive resources, and then we take those dollars and we give them to local churches, we give them Samaritan's Purse, we give them to where the needs are at, and then we give you a report as to how that's going on. So, So we try to encourage you Primarily two things, three things I would say is number one, don't forget to be praying for those that have been affected because just just as much our lives have gone on, many of us, there are those whose lives have been completely turned upside down, in many ways, literally lost everything, or they were not, they didn't have flood insurance because they weren't in a flood zone and weren't required, and they go, so I, I got no resources and I just lost everything. Um, you think of the cars, you think of the houses, and so on. Um, the second thing is get involved with your hands and feet. As we talked about, go to SamaritansPurse.org, and that's how you can get involved. But we are so, so grateful that Samaritan's Purse has, has taken and, and taken their and allocated their resources, not just in people, but in equipment and, and experience to help us. Um, and then being able to collaborate with Church United. And then again, lastly, uh, financially, uh, it does take financial resources to do this thing. And I already know that churches have gathered together and had some offerings and given some money, and we anticipate that's going to happen. And the, there you go to ncfgiving.com forward slash South Florida. So any last thoughts, words, David, Aaron, as we uh, say goodbye, but we hopefully have stirred the pot a little bit to realize we have a need and the need is now. Yeah, it almost sounds to fun like you uh, like you have a connection to Samaritan's Purse, how excited you are about him. I do call him Uncle Franklin. So a uh, little <laughs> trivia. I remember uh, when my Uncle Franklin uh, just took on the responsibility of Samaritan's Purse, and uh, and he was uh, he was there, and he hired his assistant, and they were in the up upstairs floor of a building that had been uh, the the owner of the building said, "Well, why don't you take the upstairs floor and make that your office?" And this was employee number one and employee number two. And to see where they are today is just absolutely amazing. You know, you go anywhere in the world and people recognize Samaritan's Purse, even if they're not followers of Christ, they go, man, those guys do excellent work. What so. an incredible thing. I, I I really would just like to encourage our South Florida churches, especially churches connected with NCF and Church United. Hey, this is our time. This mm-hmm. is our time. It's our neighborhood, our community. Our people are affected by these by this crisis. And so uh, we've got some churches that are already taking the initiative and getting out there. We've got a group coming out from Hollywood Community Church on Thursday, and Calvary's been in this, and we've got churches that are coming out. But we would really Really love to see our church united, showing up to take care of its neighbors and its community. So pastors, let's get out there. Let's get to it. Awesome.
Yeah, so uh, I love to hear that. I love to hear about the unity. That's what we're all about. Uh, when we come in, uh, we just uh, we want everybody to come and uh, be united in Christ and share the love. And uh, so it's wonderful to hear that. Uh, it's been wonderful um, to have these people come around us as we've come here and helped us out. And uh, it's great to be here. Uh, thank you again for having mm-hmm. us. And um, you know, we just need to uh, we need to remember to pray. Pray for our our uh, people that have been affected. Uh, pray for our volunteers. Um, and, uh, you know, come out and I'll put you in one of those orange shirts. Oh, we love those oh, orange shirts. shirts. So thank you again, both of you, for really taking the lead on this and going out there and not only helping to assess the work, but then also giving us guidelines and instructions on how we can respond and also just waving that banner uh, that says we still have a lot of work to be done and what an opportunity. So, again, that's what it means to live the generous life. It's not just being able to write a check, but sometimes it's even harder to give of our time than it is our money. And this is all about living the generous life. And I'm sure in the episodes to come, we'll have some stories of people whose lives were changed because someone showed up at a time of their greatest need and said, hey, let me help you clean out your house. And uh, I think that's exactly what God's called us as Christians. So again, thank you, Aaron, for being here. Thank you, David, for being here. And uh, we look forward to seeing all that God's going to do. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to The Generous Life. Again, a journey to equip you, to alert you, to highlight all the wonderful things that are happening in South Florida that reflect the heart of God. In today's session, as we talked about getting engaged in relief, I want to remind you to be able to get involved with your time. Go to SamaritansPurse.org, and there you will have instructions on how you can volunteer, not only yourself, but your company, your family, your community. And then if you want to give financially, because there are some financial needs, go to ncfgiving.com forward slash south. Florida. Again, thank you for joining The Generous Life.